Hey, what's up, Internet? More specifically, Gary Birch, the world-renowned musician and my English teacher. This is the second edition of the English Class Podcast, the most boring podcast on the Internet. I'm your host, Aiden Carmen. Let's get through this together. Today on the podcast, we've got a quarantine edition that includes a couple of bow work questions, a free write, and a silent reading response that I will be giving you on Ellie Monica Jr.'s The Magic of Recluse. But before we get to any of that, let's talk about some West Claremont High School news. On the roster today, we have absolutely nothing. Nothing is going on. Literally nothing. I haven't been outside in so long. Anyway, moving on to the next topic, we have a sponsor for today's podcast, same sponsor we had on the first episode, the world-renowned band Gary Birch and the Blamers. If you want to check out some of their music, please go to GaryBirch.com. We'll have a quick demo right after this ad, and we'll play it right now. Now, wasn't that fantastic? If you'd like to support the podcast too, please go to our Patreon and pay us money. Please, I'm broke. Pay me money. Okay, now with that out of the way, let's get right into the meat and potatoes of the podcast. The first question we have is, what did you learn and discover over the past week or weekend? And I know I've already talked about my AP US History essays, but I had to write another one this weekend. I wrote it on Saturday. At least I started writing it on Saturday. So I, I did. I started writing it on Saturday. Um, I, I got through about a paragraph or so, and then my power fluctuated. And my computer crashed, and when I tried to get back on the essay, it wouldn't let me resume it. And so I was just stuck there. I had had a good th- like train of thought going. I was, I was pretty confident about the, the way I was, I was taking the, the essay on the whole. But then, uh, so I just decided to message her. I was like, hey, my computer crashed. I can't get back on the essay. If you could make it resumable for me, that would be great. I didn't get a response until Monday afternoon, uh, at which point I, I did finish it. She resume, made it resumable for me. I did finish it. And I ended up, I, I thought, I personally thought it was a terrible essay. Personally, it was mediocre compared to some of my other work. But I got 100% and she's using it as an example for the entire class. So I don't really know what's going on there. I, but I won't complain, I guess. I'm not going to complain about getting a grade that's like three points above what I thought I should get. Um, yeah. Moving on to the next uh, next question we have, what is the best thing I could hear about myself from someone I love and respect? Uh, I had a couple of thought, uh, thoughts going on with this. So, firstly, uh, that they appreciate me, uh, yeah, yeah, that they appreciate me. That, that's a fantastic thing to hear, I think. Some, that somebody really does appreciate the things you do for them and that you have an effect on them, that you help them or, or make them think differently, whatever it is, that they appreciate the things you do or that they believe in me. That if I'm going in for a big audition, if I'm doing something, turning in this big thing, taking a big test, they believe in me and they think that I'm going to do well on it. Uh, that is very important to me. Um, that they think I have a chance at something, that, that I'm going to do well at something that kind of goes hand in hand with believes in me. Uh, or that they care about me and enjoy being around me. That they actually care about me as a person and, and I'm not just... Uh, I mean something to them. That Those are all very important things for me to hear. 
Uh, for the free write, I just wrote a quick two-paragraph thing. Uh, the way I, I kind of write these short little narrative things is that I kind of just come up with a piece of inspiration. Today it was clouds. I felt like writing about clouds. And this is what I got from clouds. <clears throat> clouds are white. They are white, fluffy, soft things. They appear to be clean and pure. Until, that is, they begin become rain clouds, or storm clouds, more like. It's like they've become angry with something. However, these clouds were an immaculate white that is rarely seen in this climate. Rain is common, storms almost as, but today the skies between the clouds were blue, and the clouds themselves were so fluffy that they almost looked like freshly washed sheep's wool. Not that I'm an expert on that. It was peaceful. The birds were chirping. I could hear the distant hum of a battle, but that seemed to fade into the background as I began to lose consciousness. The other sounds that I'd never paid any mind to before now seemed to be blasted into my ears, like a cannon. The other sounds, like the rustling of the leaves and grass, the hushed whisper of a leaf falling next to my head. I even felt as though I could hear the clouds themselves saying something to me, something important. Blood is red, a color that contrasts sharply with the white clouds. You'll often notice in live theater that the actors who have to bleed will be wearing something white, so that the blood is noticeable, so that those sitting in the audience will be sucked into the fact that the character is bleeding to death. It aids in a certain amount of suspension of belief. Red, red blood on black shirts does not seem to be so bad. My shirt is white. Was white. And so were the clouds. And my blood, that was red. It had been already soaked through most of... It had already soaked through most of my already dirt-stained shirt and was now pooling on the ground and slowly soaking into the earth. I felt my organs failing as though as they no longer received the oxygen they needed to function and my brain began to give up. I'd be dead soon. At least, I wasn't in pain anymore. At first, the wide puncture wound that had been dealt to my chest hurt more than anything I had ever felt. When that soldier had plunged his spear directly into my chest, only barely missing my heart, I'd thought I'd already died. The pain was so bad. But then, slowly the wound had grown cold. I figured that was a bad thing. Quickly, my entire body had followed suit until I could barely feel anything. And that concludes the uh, free write. Uh, next up, we're going to be talking about my, uh, my silent reading. Uh, I'm, re I'm reading a book called The Magic of Recluse. Uh, and it's by, oh, give me a second. I forgot the author. Let me just check real quick. Magic of Recluse. Sorry about this. This is kind of just the inner workings of a podcast master like myself. Just forgets things. Uh, just kind of happens, you know? Uh, the Magic of Recluse is by Ellie Modisette. I don't know why I forgot that. That's kind of a strange strange name that I feel like I shouldn't have forgotten. Well, uh, Ellie Modisette Jr., apparently. Anyway, in today's reading, Laris uh, arrived at his parents' home after a long walk. He sits down for a drink and asks them what exactly the masters do in the country. The masters are the, the rulers of the country, basically. And they describe to him that the role of the masters is to root out the self 
deception of recluse, whatever that means, and they are also responsible for keeping order and maintaining the country's defenses against the chaos of the outer kingdoms, whatever that means. Uh, yeah, so, cool. That's all I've got for you guys today. Thank you for tuning in to the English Class Podcast, the most boring podcast on the internet. Thank you again to our sponsors, Gary Birch and the Blamers. Go check them out on GaryBirch.com. Thank you, and good night, good day, good morning. I really don't care. Go away. Please give me money.